show them something that wasn't an illusion. Something that was real. Something that they could see and touch. Creation is an act of sheer will. Life will find a way. We can't keep her here forever. They find her, we're never gonna see her again. We gotta protect her, that's our job. Humans and dinosaurs can't coexist. We created an ecological disaster. Ellie Sattler. Alan Grant. You didn't come out all this way just to catch up now, did you? You coming or what? We're racing toward the extinction of our species. We not only lack dominion over nature, we're subordinate to it. Not exactly. Don't, Don't move. Bigger. Why do they always have to go bigger? everybody and welcome to a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I am your host Brad Jost and today look you know what we're going to talk about. We're talking about the Jurassic World Dominion trailer. It has finally come out a little bit ahead of the Super Bowl as we originally expected but it is out in the world. We know we finally know like I always say there is the before and the after and now we are all together here in the after we finally saw the trailer we know what jurassic world dominion looks like in motion i i am just ecstatic right now i did a whole live reaction video to this trailer uh for the first time that i ever watched it and i was just i was getting goosebumps this this movie looks way beyond anything i almost could have expected i think it is it looks absolutely incredible 
and we together are going to take a look at this. I know this is a podcast, so you're not going to see it, but we're going to listen through it. We're going to pause. We're going to rewind. We're going to go all through this trailer, talk about what we see. I am just here by myself, so I'm going to do a lot of talking here today, but uh, hopefully you guys can stick around and enjoy this one. So let's go ahead and press play on this trailer. Um, basically, we've got just this you know, nice mountainside here with uh, the parasaurs jumping right over the camera. It's a very much a Jurassic Park moment. This feels like straight out of uh, the Gallimimus chase sequence. You know, they're behind the log, and the and the the, par- uh, the Gallimimus are just jumping straight over the camera. It, that's exactly what this is. The camera even shakes, which is so cool. You got Owen chasing after him with a bunch of other cowboys, and then you get this this quote from John Hammond. I mean... Come on. Come on. You knew you guys knew what you were doing when you made this trailer, right? Like finally. Uh look, there's probably there's a lot in this and probably giving away too much, but they knew what they were doing by putting John Hammond in this trailer. It's the culmination here. They talk about the end of the era and stuff like that and and John Hammond, it is so good to hear John Hammond in this trailer. Like, these shots of these cowboys and Owen, it's just, I just can't, I can't believe that we're here. I can't believe that we get all this footage of dinosaurs in the snow, all kinds of dinosaurs, not just, you know, not just blue, not just parasaurs, not just uh, apatosaurs. We get, we, we get so much stuff here. <sighs> and it's like this music, I don't know what this music is if in in particular is anything else look i'll be honest i haven't even looked to see if there's any articles or anything else out there i'm just like flying by the seat of my pants here like trying to figure all this out but anyway we do find ourselves back here with owen and the uh parasaurs just doing that you know that picture that we saw online of him just kind of holding his hand up to the parasaur's head um so that's nothing new there. Then we we got Maisie here in the snow. We've kind of seen like little bits and pieces of this um, in pictures and stuff that that had been released pri- uh, previously um, from like Colin and whoever. And but the the new thing here is this giant, massive, incredibly huge Apatosaurus just standing right there amongst this logging equipment um, and all these these workers and, and Maisie. I don't know what she's doing here, but, like, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe she's working uh, at the, the mill. I have no idea. Uh, or walking home from school. Who knows? But it's snowing out. It, it looks incredible. The apatosaur just looks, like, incredibly huge, though. <laughs> I don't know if this is the same scale as the ones from uh, Jurassic Park. May, uh, not Jurassic Park, sorry. Jurassic World. But uh, it's, you know, it's possible. They just look massive. Or it just looks massive. Next up, we have the incredible thing here. We have Blue and her baby. Uh, is this is this her her beta? Blue and beta? Well, you know, well, I guess we'll find out. But this is this is incredible, right? Blue and her baby, and this is something that like has been foreshadowed and hinted at and teased for so so long. Um, you know, we got uh, pieces of this within Jurassic World Aftermath. There was a bit of information that was discovered within that VR game uh, from CodeSync that, you know, revealed that Blue was capable of reproducing on her own. So 
here we see it. We finally see it. And I, I'm honestly shocked that that this baby is in this trailer. Like, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what Universal cares to reveal anymore. Like, nothing is really a spoiler to them. They just kind of, like, throw it all out there on the line and say, hey, this is, you're just going to watch this. I don't, you know, we don't care that it might be a spoiler. Uh, it doesn't matter. So maybe not in this case. We don't really know what the details are just yet, but we've got a baby here, and this is, like I said, something that's been hinted at for a while from that game, but also there was, like, what was it? There was something out there, whether it was, like, fabric or or something like a, I don't know, a bag or a plate. I don't know. You know, you know the details. They always release these random things that have like little spoiler tidbits on them ahead of the film's release. And this this one thing, I forget what it was, but it, it, it showed a baby with blue. So we really, we knew it was coming. We knew it was happening. Try not to talk about it too openly, but uh, but it's here. Finally, we get to see it. And it's it looks fantastic. Like, this is pretty much a clone of blue, but with like a, a more like like longer, slender looking face than I mean maybe this is just a like a little bit older version than we saw blue, you know, back in uh Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. But it looks very different than baby blue. So blue's baby at least looks unique enough. And I I dig that, but it does look like pretty much identical to the uh the skin pattern and all that so that's gonna be interesting i mean is this literally just like blue like i don't know how that all works but it's it's very it's not like a clone so i guess it can't really be just blue but it looks identical um move on here it looks it looks very very good and they're walking together in the snow and then running like running through the snow together probably on the hunt and it's it just looks fantastic and John Hammond still, like you know, talking about life finds a way. We'll find a way. <sighs> we'll find a way. And yeah, you get this like little juvenile raptor, and I just love it so 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 much. I I love, uh, I love this dinosaur. I hope that there's like a nice, uh, which I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a lot of people won't really be into this idea, but I hope there's like a, a relationship here between this baby raptor and. You know, some of the, the human characters. I want to see, like, Maisie interact with this baby in the ways that you, 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 uh, you know, knew the kids interacted with uh, that, that, what was that, that baby raptor in Jurassic Park, the novel. Like, I think that would be really, really cool to see. Um, so this is just a, a very, very awesome shot here of Blue and the baby in the, in the uh, wilderness, in the snow. And you get this incredible... Universal logo that is, you know, they're continuing with the theme of Amber, you know, going all the way back to Jurassic Park. And this is a, a legacy film. It's It's got all those tidbits. And of course, you've got this Amber coloring here on the Universal logo. We can't keep her here. Owen and Maisie here at uh, this this cabin. Now, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that it doesn't look like this is the same place from Fallen Kingdom. Maybe it is. I have no idea. Um, but they do have that vehicle. That car is there that was in Fallen Kingdom. I think it's the same car. Looks to be the same car. Here forever. And Claire says, actually, I've got to put the closed captioning on here. Claire says, we can't keep her here forever. They find her. We're never going to see her again. we got to protect her. 
they find her, we're never going to see her again. We have to protect her. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, like, in this case, it seems like Owen wants Blue to just kind of stay in the wild, right around their cabin. Just stay up here with us. Blue, don't go anywhere, Blue. Hey, Blue, come on. Stay up here in the cabin. We got a nice cabin out here. Looking pretty good. And uh, if you get out of here, if you leave, we may never see you again. Uh, but Claire's like, you know, we're not going to be able to save her this entire time. We're not going to be able to keep her here. Protect her. That's our job. That's our job. Um, and then I want to go back to this shot because it's a shot of the crew. And they've driven their car somewhere to meet up with uh, Blue and and the baby. And uh, they're they're wearing different clothes. We got another set of clothes here, it looks like. I know that's always a thing. Like, we, we just want to know, like, what kind of clothes these characters are wearing. And so far, I've seen, like, multiple sets of outfits. So <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Um, but let's see here. They're, yeah, they're in a different place. No snow here. Um, but it seems like the same kind of place. Interesting, like... Flowers and, and plants and stuff all around. I don't know where this is. What kind of ecosystem it is. And dinosaurs can't coexist. So now this is where it gets interesting because uh, we've seen this shot of the Mosasaurus before. I think it was the same shot. In theaters when the prologue uh, slash the preview for IMAX came out back uh, with Fast and Furious. And um, this time, though, it's accompanied with a voiceover from Laura Dern, Ellie Sattler. I, and I did not even realize this the first time I watched. I was just like too enthralled with what I'm seeing. I didn't even realize that was her talking. I just assumed it was like Claire or something. But the Mosasaur... Ecological disaster. We created an ecological disaster. Um, oh, so this is actually really interesting. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, um, the uh, the boat is is getting attacked, pulled under from the Mosasaurus. It's like a fishing boat, and this this is like what I want from future Jurassic installments: is movies like this, like a full movie of the Mosasaurus attacking somebody, a crew, a boat, whatever the case may be, or people hunting down the Mosasaur, something like that. It could be pretty interesting. Um, but there we have it, right there, and then. It, we created an ecological disaster, and then we cut to the prologue, right? So, I, I don't know. Have we, have we, uh, at this point, I'm like, I'm so confused as far as what we've gotten uh, co confirmed or not anymore. But, uh, you know, they said that the prologue was not part of the film, so... For sure, the, the the 65 million years ago stuff, not in this movie, but maybe this T-Rex part is because this is the same stuff that we saw in the prologue. Um, I just kind of was under the assumption that none of this was going to be in there. I, I, I don't know if I actually read that or not. I can't even remember at this point, but it's possible that I did. Uh, maybe you guys remember. I don't, I don't remember. Confirm it with me. Let me know. I forget. Um, but we do have the T-Rex here roaring at the screen and if i remember correctly i don't believe the t-rex is in this trailer anywhere else so that is a pretty interesting 
little tidbit there. Um, but we'll, we'll take a further examination here. But I don't believe the T-Rex is anywhere else in this trailer. So that's kind of interesting. I wonder if they're like, you know, hey, we, we gave the T-Rex its credit due in the prologue um, for, for, you know, for YouTube and, and uh, in theaters or wherever you saw this thing. Um, so we're not going to put too much of it in the trailer. Or maybe it's not really in the movie all that much. Maybe maybe it dies off early. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe it's just lost in the woods and we don't really know where it is and they're taking a different route. But um, based off the prologue and the the oh my god and th- and that I mean is this is this going to be a Jurassic Park three type moment to set up the villain again and kill off the T Rex early on or is it going to be what we originally assumed is like hey you need this T Rex to kill off the uh, Giganotosaurus, because that was, you know, foreshadowed in the prologue. Giganotosaurus beats the T-Rex, this same T-Rex, at least the DNA from 65 million years ago, it beat it, and it kind of sets up a grudge match, right? Um, but uh, anyway, moving forward, <laughs> we got the T-Rex roaring. Colin's son is there. And then we get some some footsteps walking into a cavern. It's a very interesting you know, kind of set piece here. I'm digging it. Oh, I'm digging it. If you get if you get my drift, I'm digging it. Because then we get this turnaround. Oh, you're here. Ellie Sattler. <laughs> and this shot, this 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 back and forth here. Ellie Sattler, Alan Grant. It's just it's just amazing. Um, and this, you know, to be able to pause and look around here, um, we've got uh, all kinds of dino bones here. This is at a dig site, so there's a lot of cataloging. I don't know how accurate of a dig site this is. It looks pretty accurate, I would assume. Uh, but there's all kinds of stuff laying around. But most importantly, most importantly, if you look down in the left corner of one of the Ellie shots, there's there just so happens to be a velociraptor resonating chamber right there it just so happens to be there in this trailer from Jurassic Park 3 Grant's like I I can't get rid of this this is too important what if a dinosaur comes around I need to have this on hand now imagine if this thing actually comes into play like I hope so I hope you know after Ellie says this last line here not that. <laughs> come out all this way just to catch up now, did you? You coming or what? You coming or what? Grant packs his bag, almost walks out of the tent, and then is like, oh, hold on. Turns around. Gra- now, this does not happen in the trailer. I'm imagining this. He turns around, grabs the resonating chamber, and stuffs it in a bag. Like, that, that would be just so fantastic. Uh, but is there anything else to decipher here within these shots? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I, I like that Grant Grant feels very like Jurassic Park 3 here. Um, maybe it's the setting. Maybe it's the, the vocal style that, he, that he's doing here. He's like, I love the the, the accent. To... You didn't come out all this way just to catch up. It reminds me of Jurassic Park 3 where he's like, oh, Billy, come on over. Like, <laughs> always a, a, a line that kills me every time I hear it. Catch up. I love it. There's just so much cool stuff on the shelves and all over the place in this tent. This summer, 
this summer we're gonna get to see horses and parasaurs herding together. Like, unbelievable. And then we, we it's just like that, that shot was so good. But then we cut to a shot here uh, from up high. So we can see a, a dinosaur here in the foreground and, and back uh, a little bit further back there, you have uh, Claire crawling <laughs> through the jungle here. Whatever kind of jungle this is, the swamp area. And again, we have no idea... At least I don't know. I don't think these are biomes like we're, like we saw in Camp Cretaceous. You never know. You never know. But I don't think that's where we are. Um, but, uh, you know, it does look eerily similar and, and certain factors weigh in there, uh, which we can talk about in a little bit. But we've got Claire crawling for her life to get away from this Therizinosaurus, which is one of the creatures that was mixed into the DNA of the Indominus Rex. Uh, kind of gave it, I think, those big arms and claws and stuff like that. We're racing toward the extinction of our species. You got Malcolm's first quote there. And this, like, his Malcolm stuff in this trailer feels very reminiscent of... Um, and I've been reading The Lost World a lot recently, and it, it feels much like that, where he's, like, giving a speech and, and talking about these kinds of things. So I hope stuff like that is pulled straight from uh, the novel, because... It sounds like Malcolm, and it feels like Malcolm this time around, where he felt definitely different in Fallen Kingdom, but uh, he feels feels really good here, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, because Claire, again, again I'm going to go back here. She's getting chased down by the Stereosaurus. I wonder if we're going to hear anything about, like, a bad eyesight or something like that, because she's just, like, plainly, you know, in the open here, in front of the Stereosaurus. ...the extinction of our species. You get uh, Owen and uh, Dewanda Wise uh, there, who, you know, we've heard a lot of talk of her being named Kyla. So, Therizinosaurus screaming into the water here because it's like, hey, Claire, I know you're here. Roar. And it's a really cool shot of the dinosaur roaring. And then the, the camera like pans downwards and kind of goes downwards. And you see Claire hiding for her life under this water. Not only lack dominion over nature. We not only lack dominion over nature. And so I stopped it here, but I'll go back a little bit because uh, that, that where I stopped it was actually kind of cool. We've got a very like TED talky kind of speech thing here, it seems like. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just in a room with the other crew. Uh, but I don't know. I love the way Ian Malcolm looks here. Jeff Goldblum is killing it. He is just purely Ian Malcolm. It, it, this movie doesn't even try to hide the fact that we're, we're not even going to change anything about them. <laughs> like this is, he's like wearing the same kind of clothes here. Literally the same kind of clothes. Now we do see that a lot with Malcolm, right? He's always, he's always in black. He was kind of like in a, like a maroonish color shirt, like a, uh, a very, very deep, dark red or something like that, I feel like, in The Lost World. But uh, he's got his, like, tinted-looking dark glasses, and it feels right. It feels good. He's minus the beard. He does have a little bit of stubble, but minus the full beard. So I appreciate the, the varied style um, across all of these movies for Dr. Ian Malcolm. Dominion over And Dominion, and he actually says the word of the movie in the movie. Nature? 
Uh, oh, go, I want to go back here because uh, we get we get some really cool stuff. So we get a, uh, which I have no idea. Maybe somebody can shed some insight into this, but there is some sort of program that actually looks like it's being controlled by Maisie, uh, which it's interesting because you're kind of, I mean, maybe it's the same kind of sequence here, but you've got the following shot is a very dejected looking Dr. Um, Henry Wu. Uh, B.D. Wong with some, you know, very long hair. It looks like he's been through some stuff. You know, he's he just got hit with a pandemic probably, and he's like, you know, I'm not going to cut my hair. I'm going to do what everybody else did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, he's got some long hair. But the, the, the sequence of these shots kind of leads you to believe, like, oh, there's some scientist stuff going on here, and maybe there is. But this shot prior to Dr. Wu is definitely, it looks like Maisie because it looks like her her sweat or her jacket, whatever, with the hoodie um, on that jacket looks like that, and and it looks like her hair. And you've got a a DNA sequence here. So I don't know. Is this a DNA sequence of Maisie herself? Is is there some sort of testing going on here of her? I don't know. I have no idea what this means. It says DNA delivery sim. Um, E-R-C-A-2-201 E-X-O-N-1. I don't know what any of this stuff means. Build 1.15. Like, is this a test? I, I don't know. Is she trying to figure something out uh based off based off her DNA? Like, I, I don't know. Um But uh I, I gotta imagine that information, which I never really you know, we, we kind of there's a lot of joking about like you know, they're like me, uh, the dinosaur quote that she, the, not the dinosaur quote, but Maisie's quote about her and the dinosaurs. Um, but, um, you know, there's not a lot of talk about, like, her getting hit with that information and what that means for her and what kind of change that'll make for this character. Um, so I'll be interested to see. Maybe she just goes on this journey of trying to figure that out. Um, but but I don't know. Over nature? But, yeah, we do have this shot of, of um, Dr. Wu. And there is somebody else there, what looks to be in a suit, and this is inside of a lab. So I'm going to assume, based off of this shot, I am assuming that Dr. Wu is not in a great place and not where he wants to be and may be forced into doing something, um, you know, by maybe the one and only Dodgson. Uh, that's my guess here. I'm going to guess that on the left-hand uh, side of this shot is... Lewis Dodgson, and then we got we got Dr. Henry Wu in his nice sweater, looking kind of dejected and and you know maybe being forced to create dinosaurs that are being let out into the world. Um, conjecture, I have no clue, but I think that's a, a decent theory there. Uh, moving forward, Claire. Now this is just like hey, we're just going to throw you into a completely different thing. Like, the, the the whole trailer has felt fairly cohesive. I mean, we had a, you know, eh, no, I guess not. There's been snow, there's been jungle, there's been desert with a, a dig site. And now we are in a completely different area. Um, we are out at Malta, and Claire is being chased by the Atrociraptor, one of the Atrociraptors. Um so very, t I think this is a very tiger stripe looking veloc uh, not velociraptor, atrociraptor. 
running with Claire uh, on top of some rooftops. We're subordinate to it. And Claire does, this is very like Fast and Furious, like running on rooftops or or Jason Bourne or something like that. Um, but, uh, very, and like, again, these Atrociraptors are, you, you can't ever get a good look at them, which is kind of scary, right? Like, because they're just so fast and they're intense and they're vicious. I want to hear them real quick. Let's hear what this sounds like. We're subordinate to it. Oof. And it just, this, you know, they look, I got to say, like, everything we've seen from the Atrociraptors so far look very distinctly different from Velociraptors, but in this trailer, like, I, I, I don't know. It just honestly looks like they are Velociraptors. We're subordinate to it. It's it's just like literally jumping between the rooftops with Claire, and it says, "Experience the epic conclusion." The epic conclusion. I hope this doesn't. I hope this like uh, this way that they're marketing this movie doesn't backfire on them um, when they eventually do make more movies or content or whatever the case may be. Maybe this is the end. But it doesn't really seem like it. They keep saying that there's more things on the horizon. But I hope it doesn't backfire on them. But, you know, by the time they actually do make something else that people are like, oh, they said it was done, that this was the end. Um, but, you know, this is the same type of uh, marketing tactic that the, um, the, the Rise of Skywalker used with the epic conclusion kind of verbiage there. So moving on, we get... Now this is just incredible. This this shot here, which um, I you know I don't know what it is, but uh, hey, we are moving hugely into the future here. Um, so this does feel like the world of Camp Cretaceous and that that futuristic you know biomes and 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 everything that they had at that that island wherever that was with Manacore. Um, now, granted, that was back in 2016. Here in 2000, and what what year is this movie going to take place? I guess 22. Um, we have this massive, like, facility here in the middle of the the forest, in 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 the just inside nature. There's little outposts all around. It looks like, but there's this massive thing with water leading straight into it. It's a it's like a moon shape. Uh, like it looks like an earring or something that would dangle off your ear. Uh, this building, crescent-shaped building with, um, you know, with uh, grass and stuff and, and uh, plants, whatever, on top of the building. So this is very, like, environmentally friendly building here. Very reminiscent of something that you would see from, like, Apple headquarters or something like that. Let me, let me look that up real quick because... It feels very much like that headquarters. Let me Google headquarters or maybe even Google too. Uh, but I remember Apple has that big circle building that, yeah, yeah, it's very much like this. It's a big circle, um, but there's no grass and stuff all over it. But it uh, feels very reminiscent of that. So that's, that's kind of interesting. Um, but uh, you do see like a, and I don't know if this is any kind of realistic thing, but very like, marvel type helicopter flying in it looks like it's straight out of like agents of shield or something like that i have no idea if this is something that actually exists or not but it's like these 
big round wings portions on a helicopter and it looks pretty futuristic going in there. Um, very cool looking. But it's a quick shot and you gotta know, like you gotta understand that this has to be, right? This has to be the Biosyn headquarters. I don't think that they would have Biosyn, Dodgson in this movie and not try to um, correlate to big companies, tech companies of today or I guess pharmaceutical companies or whatever the case may be in this case. I, I have no idea. But, um, you know, like I said, it, it literally looks like a big Apple headquarters. So this has got to be uh, Biosyn's place, right? Uh, I don't see any words anywhere written on the building. Are they trying to be incognito? Are they trying to blend in with the atmosphere here and the, the environment? I don't know. But Grant is seemingly inside this helicopter. It's this futuristic-looking helicopter. It seems like he is. He's got his hat on, um, and uh, he's got a blue jean-type shirt on, a nice jacket that looks like it could be at a JP3. Um, and he looks very concerned, like, what kind of building is that? What kind of building do you have in there? I wonder if they're going to have, like, a, a seatbelt joke or something in this. They're definitely, if he like is buckling his seatbelt at all in this, the camera's gonna focus on it. And like for sure, Ian Malcolm's gonna be across from him and be like, Well, oh, look, look who uh, figured out how to how to do seatbelts, huh? Huh? Yeah? No? <laughs> and this is like such a amazing confirmation, this next scene here. And when I did this in the live video, I was through the roof when I saw this. Owen, or, or Chris Pratt, DeWanda Wise, off in the distance, this shot that we saw from one of the released pictures, and across from them is the Pyroraptor. I said this so many times. I said, I need them to be facing off against the Pyroraptor. I want to see the Pyroraptor here um, in this kind of setting, this fiery-looking creature facing off against them in the snow. And there it is, and it looks incredible it looks so good it looks like just everything you could have wanted from a feathered dinosaur like unbelievable anybody that ever said that these things would look dumb or stupid in in a, in a jurassic movie just completely wrong maybe i've said that before i don't know i don't i i i, I think that you know there's a, a level of terror that comes with certain birds that exist today and to see this thing here with feathers all over it Whew, that's a that's a whole different kind of thing. It is scary. And this it very much just looks like Velociraptor covered in uh in hair. Trying to so so this this portion I would assume comes after a, a scene that we'll see in a little bit. But man, that thing looks awesome. Wow. Facing off, and then it's running down a catwalk, and this catwalk, in just you know the biggest mountainous terrain here, against what looks to be a dam of some sort. Like um, I don't know, it's just so snowy out here, snowy mountains. Uh, it really looks like some sort of dam with uh, ice covering, and maybe that's what they're. I think they're standing on, yeah, because they show that shot of the feet walking on the ice. Um. And then it's chasing after them. It seems to be on a catwalk. And it says, what, so what did it say before? What was the wording before? Experience the epic conclusion. And the next portion says, 
of the Jurassic era. And I'm looking, I don't know who this, so so Ellie is here at some sort of farm. And again, like she is, she's wearing like Ellie outfits here. She's, they're not even trying to hide it. She's got um, her shirt tied at her, at her waist, just exactly like, uh, like it would have been. Um, and there is another actress over here. Um, I don't know. I can't confirm that. I have no idea, but it looks to be the same person that was in battle at big rock. I have no idea if that is the case. Um, let me see here. Um, well, you know what? We we didn't see anything of like Franklin or um or what's her name? Uh blanking on her name. We didn't see Scott Hayes in this. Um Zia, we didn't see Zia. Uh Deachin Lockman, we didn't see her at all. So there's a lot of people still to be revealed in this. Um oh Barry, we didn't see Barry at all, I don't think. Um but yeah, there there's definitely somebody here and I don't know who it is. Let's see, who's this? No, not that person. I, I'm going to save you this time as I'm looking through IMDb. <laughs> but um, here's somebody listed as Farmer. Okay, so this has got to be that that character. Um, I'm going to assume this... Yeah, this looks like Teresa Sendon Garcia seems to be that person. So let's, let's forget the fact that I said it looks like the person from uh, Battle at Big Rock, but it looks so close. I was like hoping that, there, that this would be like a nice tie into that because we're at a farm here and uh, Ellie is looking extremely concerned at what is off in the distance and then it cuts to more farmhouse looking areas and um, what is going on here? Like, is this birds? Just like a swarm of birds? It's got to be, right? Come back. I think that is I think that's like a, you know, uh a, a kind of like a tricky reveal here. I don't think it's I don't think this this swarm is like some sort of prehistoric swarm or anything like that. I just think it's uh, you know, uh, whatever's behind that swarm will be revealed. Or or maybe who knows? Maybe the swarm's not even there and they just hit it in the trailer. Um but uh two kids are running away from this swarm. Um, and I'm sure there's something behind there. And Claire uh, is in the next shot with Owen, and she says, "Come back! I always, I always come back. Where, where's, where's he going? I don't know, but it's very futuristic looking. Come back! I always come. A bunch of wires, blue lights, and then we're we're out here on Malta again. Owen jumps on a bike." Name of the boat is a Talos, and we, we're getting several Atrociraptors here. How many? How many got we here in this uh, in this sequence? One, two. It looks like a different one that was chasing Claire, and then th that ghost-looking one. I forget the names of them at this point, right at the moment. But he's uh, Owen is riding through the streets. Atrociraptors. Two of them are chasing after him, and then. Like, what is even happening here? He turns the corner, and I didn't expect this. I did not expect this. But what's around the corner, you ask? An Allosaurus and a Carnotaurus. Like, like, come on. I feel like, like Shaggy. Like, come on, Scoob. 
Uh, what is happening here? Why are these these dinosaurs just in the middle of this like nice, you know, ancient-looking town city? Like, and then another shot of the Triceratops just running. It's a very like um, like Daniel Craig, Jason, Bo uh, not Jason Bourne, uh, James Bond style, or Jason Bourne, I guess too. But this feels very reminiscent of like any of the intros of the the most recent James Bond movies, where you know James Bond is on a motorcycle and somebody else is up on a ledge on a motorcycle. And that's very much what's happening here, but the Atrociraptor diving off, barely missing Owen. And we cut to this um, this airplane here, which DeWanda Wise is flying. So they're they're giving us they're signaling to us that hey, uh, there there is a way to travel between these these biomes that we're seeing within this movie, whether it's cold, jungle whatever but um i i dig this 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 look here because this is like this plane is decked out it looks like old school it's very old airplane um but it looks like it's decked out to dewanda wise like it's got all kinds of stuff it's got lighting like like some christmas lights like just strung up inside this plane there's like beads like you're just entering into a, a nice room into the back of the plane there's like pictures up all over the walls and stuff like that drawings maybe like kid drawings or something like that pictures of kids um and then there, of course there's like dinosaur stickers so like what is going on here i mean there's lit it lit literally looks like there's a sticker of the dinosaur that's about to attack them like <laughs> Uh, that's that's definitely not a you know that's not a dinosaur above us right Dewanda Wise, that's not I mean we're we're safe in here real for sure. Not exactly. And I I am just so ecstatic right now that they, they are being attacked, which I never I I always hoped but I never assumed they would really do it. They would actually go Quetzalcoatlus into these movies, um and and here it is attacking. This plane, which just, I mean, this plane looks like it's a bad condition to begin with. It looks like, um, you know, just completely run down and old. But there's cool, like, it's very much like a, like a, a very Star Wars-y feel to this plane. I know it's just like an old plane, but the way that the paint is chipped off and stuff like that, it looks like it's like a Razor Crest or something like that from the Mandalorian. Um, but, uh interesting paint job on the side i'm trying to make out what this is i can't i can't figure it out but man this cats looks just so good attacking now is there one I, i'm trying to get a clue here yeah it seems to be just one attacking but then there's also pteranodons attacking as well so uh that like what what where where how what um, I, I don't know. I have no idea. This cat is insanely huge. I love it so much. Um, it's literally just grabbing onto this plane and attacking it. Um, and then the next shot, I believe, is like they've maybe ejected at this point. Because Claire looks to be just floating about uh, with... Is that an umbrella behind her? Uh, no, no. <laughs> She's just hanging like Mary Poppins style. Uh, no, but she's in a seat 
flying down as the pteranodons look straight from Jurassic World uh, are attacking at her. And then I am going to say that this is like some sort of take off of Battle at Big Rock. We, we already saw a little bit of Battle at Big Rock in the preview that was in IMAX. They did show the Allosaurus like attacking from a different perspective from like maybe it was Greg, you know, that guy that was playing the guitar in Battle at Big Rock. Maybe it's from like his camper and he's got his phone out or something. But that is not in this trailer, but very similar style, the vibe here with the haziness and these two vehicles with the headlights and everything very, very much feels like Battle at Big Rock. And of course, that there's two Nasutoceratops here um, attacking these cars on the road. Now, are they just cars on the road or are they like trying to hunt them down? That is completely possible because... This one's like a van, it looks like, but the other one is a truck here. Or then in the next shot, there's like, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is, but it looks pretty awesome. Um, and very much like Battle at Big Rock. So hopefully this is like right after that or right before it or something like that. And then we get, uh, oh, is this a, is this a trap? Oh, this has got to be a trap, right? I don't think I noticed this before. What, let me, let me watch this play out for a second. Oh, oh, 100% a trap. 100% a trap. Um, baby, the baby here, um, the beta, I guess we'll call it, um, sniffing at a, uh, what seems to be a, like a dead um, fox or something like that here in the snow, just kind of giving a little sniff. And then all of a sudden, the snow just erupts. So I'm assuming that there's like a net under the snow. Um, capturing. And then blue is certainly like, Oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? Um, but uh, man, there's a lot going on at the end of this trailer. But um, behind Blue, there was a car or something. What was it? Yeah, there's a truck driving up. So probably some poachers. I would assume this is some poacher stuff going on here. And then we get a shot of Maisie in some sort of contraption here. I don't know where she is. But... Uh, she is getting attacked by what I'm gonna maybe assume is the Giganotosaurus trying to clamp down on this this contraption here. I'm getting very much vibes of the Bull T-Rex toy from from you know the Lost World, along with that little capture guy that was in there. It kind of feels like that. But then we get uh, Claire and Ellie in something that looks very reminiscent of like Jurassic Park and the like the um, DNA storage room that, that uh, Nedry stole the DNA from. And then another shot here of some sort of facility with Owen. He's got a, he's got a gun. Maisie tiptoeing behind them. And then also Dr. Alan Grant with a, a, a steel pole or something like that. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening here. Maybe it's like a wrench or something. Yeah, definitely a wrench. Um, they're tiptoeing around some, like, uh, you know, boiler room-looking place. And then this shot of the Dilophosaurus literally in Claire's face. And I'm like, there is no way Claire gets out of this situation. Right? I mean, no way. How does she not get spit on right here by this Dilophosaurus? I mean, clean her eyes maybe quickly? I guess, right? 
Okay, so that is what happens in Jurassic World Aftermath. Spoilers for the VR game, but like, it's not really spoilers, but you, you do get attacked by Dilophosaurus every now and then, and you do get spit on, and you have to like wash your eyes out. So maybe that's, you know, reminiscent of this moment here. I don't know where she is, but this Dilophosaur is literally right in front of her face. And I can't tell, but it, from this shot, the sideways shot, it kind of looks like, like an animatronic, but the other shot, not so much. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Um, maybe it would have better quality video. Even the, this video that they uploaded just looks really poor. Um, oh, there is a 4K version. I did not notice that. Let me tune into that. Oh, man, so much better. Why did I not watch this before? Uh, it definitely looks animatronic, I think. I love this next part here so much. So we've got a whole crew here. We've got a whole crew. We've got Ian Malcolm looking disheveled. He's lost his coat. He's got, um, I would assume that's a long, a long sleeve shirt, but it's rolled up. He's got a little bit of the chest exposed, no glasses. Um, how does this guy see, like, when he loses his glasses? Um, we've got Alan Grant here looking great. He's got a, a jean shirt on. Very, very Dr. Alan Grant. Ellie is back there uh, in her Ellie attire that I think we saw before, a little ripped up on the sleeve. She is next to Claire, and there is an overturned truck behind them. They are, I don't know where they are. Owen is in the, the foreground here looking just Owen-y. Um, Maisie behind them. And then uh, DeWanda Wise's character over here, she finally got rid of that uh, that cool like aviation jacket thing that she had on or whatever that vest was. It looked really cool. But um, they are looking upwards. And I love this. And I said this in the reaction video. I was like, I love this back and forth here between Owen and, and Alan because it's very much like like um, Star-Lord and Thor. You know, if, if you remember in which movie was that at this point? Endgame, I think? One of those movies where, like, they're they're trying to, like, one-up each other. It's actually, Thor is not really doing much. He's just like, I'm Thor. I'm cool. Get over it. And then and then Star-Lord is like, I'm trying to be as cool as you. Uh, that's kind of what it feels like here where, like, they're both, like, they're both saying the same thing. They're both probably, you know, kind of combating each other a little bit for, you know, the alpha status. Um Don't move. They both say don't move. And then the, Alan like looks at him like, this is my this is my world, dude. Like this is I'm the one who's supposed to say these things. <laughs> but uh out of the woods it, it, and even uh, not in that shot actually, but out of the woods Why do they always have to go steps bigger? the Jiganavasaurus. And you barely, barely get anything from this dinosaur. But um, it is in there. If It looks like, like, in this shot alone, like, it kind of looks like it could just be, like, the Indominus or something like that. It really doesn't look too dissimilar. Why do they always have to go Why do they always have to go bigger? Now, this is, this is kind of an interesting shot here because... Um, the Giganotosaurus steps out, and the crew is there. Everybody's right there. I got to see this again. Pause it on. There we go. So this shot, I don't know. Something about this shot doesn't look too great when you pause it. It definitely looks like they were just kind of placed into the scenery. 
Um, but you have this facility, which I'm like trying to figure out what is this facility? I have no idea. It looks like viewing platforms or something like that, but they look tiny, so I don't really know. Um, but uh, the entire forest is just on fire behind them up on the hills. Um, and this, uh, this, this viewing thing looks fine, but they are standing there in front of this overturned car and the foot slams down. And that's it. The logo, amber logo with a T-Rex head. In theaters, June 10th, Dolby Cinema, Real 3D, IMAX, Amblin Entertainment, and the Universal logo. There it is. Ah, there it is. So, what do you think? What, what are you thinking about this? We just really, I just analyzed that for the past hour or so. Um, wow, uh, sorry about that. I was just geeking out over this entire trailer because it's it's just incredible. There is so much to look forward to, so much to overanalyze, <laughs> and a lot to say in the uh, upcoming episodes and live streams. So I think we'll leave it at that for there. I won't go too much farther, but I appreciate each and every person for listening to this episode, this bonus episode. I was so excited to record this. I thought I had a few more days to do so. I thought we all kind of thought it was it was going to be dropping in the Super Bowl. I'm sure it will be in the Super. Super Bowl, but um, but yeah, at least we get it a few days early. We get to prepare ahead of time. But um, thank you so much. Uh, if you want to follow along with anything else that we do in the future, please go to JurassicParkPodcast.com. You can find our episode show notes, articles written by contributors, all kinds of information about the podcast. You can go over to our YouTube channel and watch live reactions, toy hunts, uh, live streams every Wednesday night. I do those for like about an hour and a half or so, and we, we talk about all the latest community topics or latest Jurassic news, whatever the case may be. Um, so please check that, that that out over on our YouTube channel. Um, on Twitter, follow us at Jurassic Park Pod. Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. We're on Facebook, TikTok, all those places. So please give us a follow and all, all of your favorite platforms out there. And of course, listen to the show. If you're just finding this somehow shared around the internet, please go download this and subscribe on any of your favorite podcasting platforms out there. We would really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And I look forward to talking about Jurassic World Dominion so, so much more in the coming uh, months here as we lead up to June 10th. Thank you for listening. And as always, enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.